0: And all with with hi everyone welcome to week 22 of pregnancy For anyone new here, I'm your host, Sarah Merrill-Hall. I'm the writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently 22 weeks pregnant. Welcome to the show, guys. We're still in that sweet spot of pregnancy right now. We're in the second trimester. I hope you guys are feeling good. I started off this week feeling great. I don't know if you heard last week I was I was feeling pretty good I had a little pep in my step and then right on cue, I proceeded to have a couple bumps along the road. I mean, that's kind of been what's been going on for me this entire pregnancy. And I feel like every time I actually, I, I, I now have to start knocking on wood when I'm recording this podcast because every time I'm like, oh, I'm actually feeling great. Oh, I don't have this symptom. Like literally the next few days, I, I have it. Like shit, shit, shit starts going wrong. So I need to, I don't know, maybe I need to be a little bit more cautious about what I'm saying on this podcast because I feel like the universe has a funny way of serving it back up to me. Uh, I mentioned it a few weeks ago, but I've had like a few bouts of just, you know, feeling sad for no reason and kind of struggling emotionally during this whole pregnancy. And since I talked about that a couple weeks ago, I have to tell you, I have been overwhelmed by a lot of the responses I have gotten from you guys. Um, It's actually... Way more common than I thought. I kind of thought I was an outlier. And I'm hearing from a lot of you who are going through some similar things, or like you've gone through your pregnancy in the past, and you're like, holy shit, I had that. And Didn't know what it was. Um, So, I'm actually going to be bringing in a therapist later this week for a whole bonus episode to talk more about that specifically. She's going to answer a ton of questions, and I'm going to just make that its own episode. That'll be a bonus spot. So, if I can get my shit together. That bonus episode should probably come out on Thursday this week, so if you want to check back here for that, uh, it's also another great reason on why you should make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast, because that way you never miss an episode. Those shows will just show up for you, so you don't even have to think about it, but again, that bonus episode will hopefully uh, be up later this week, and I I hope it's helpful. Other than that, um, I mean, a big theme for me this week has just been a little bit more of the same, like expanding and really feeling a pickup in movement from my baby. I don't know if anybody else at week 22, I think at week 22, most women will feel uh, some movement from their baby. For me, I started feeling it a couple weeks ago. So it's only gotten stronger. It's only progressed over the last few weeks. And what started as like these little kind of flutters or like, I was like, is that my baby or is that gas? Like, I don't know. Now it's like super obvious. Like this kid is like elbowing me, kicking me, sometimes doing both of those things at the exact same time. Like that was a weird feeling this week is it wasn't just, like, a one kick on, like, one side. Like, I started feeling him on both sides of my stomach. Like he was punching and kicking. So I it was like it was like that scene in Alien where the aliens like breaking through the person's stomach. Like that's that's kind of what it felt like. Like I I was like this kid is trying to break free. I don't I don't know what's going on. Um maybe he's cramped in there. I don't know. He's definitely like trying to make more room and it's working because my belly is definitely expanding a lot. My hunger has picked up so much. You guys, like I am, I am like a freaking bottomless pit right now. It is bad. Like (laughs) if you go out to lunch with me, like you do not want to sit the fries, like anywhere close to me because I will house that shit. I just like, don't get full. It's weird. Or like I'll get full and then I'm like hungry two minutes later. It's, I'm trying to wrangle, I'm trying to wrangle it in a little bit. Um, I have put on weight a little bit more in the last few weeks. We've talked about quote unquote, what is considered healthy weight gain during pregnancy is usually about like one to two pounds, um, depending on where you start. I put on four pounds last week. Like, You know, I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but I I still think that I'm making up for lost time. So I'm okay with it. Like I, I went like the first four months of pregnancy, barely eating anything. So I'm like, you know what? This is, this is good. Baby, this is, this is fine. And if I continue to put on weight pretty aggressively, we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll check in with my doctor. I go into my next appointment in a few weeks and we'll see if she yells at me to slow it down. Um, but in the meantime, we do what we can guys. While my uh, belly is expanding and getting bigger and lots of movement is happening, one thing I'm, like, annoyed about is that my dog, like, I feel like my dog hasn't noticed yet. And I'm very interested to hear if anybody else with pets, like, if your your pet has noticed your stomach yet or, like, if they're on to something is changing or going on. Like, I, I feel like I've read stories, like, online or, like, you know, on social media, I've seen people post about like how their dog is so protective over the belly, and like they're extra cuddly with you. And I feel like my dog like doesn't give two shits. Like he's just he's just like whatevs, you know. Um, it, it's funny because in the first trimester, I thought he I thought he kind of had a feeling uh, that something was going on, but I think he just knew that I was sick because I was literally on the couch every day for four months, and he would lay with me on the couch which was really cute. But what what else happened during that first trimester is I also like wouldn't look at his food. Like I could not touch his food. It really like made me want to throw up. So for 4 months, like my husband basically fed him, took him on all his walks, like did all of those things. So I feel like my dog has now become more attached to my husband than me, which is super fucked up. Like I'm like I just, I just expected him to just want to like curl up and protect my belly. And right now he's like up Brandon's ass. And I'm like, what, what is happening here? This is not the fairy tale that I was expecting. So I'm curious uh, to hear from you guys, if your dogs or pets or anyone is like kind of intuitive or getting the sense that something's going on in there, because mine is clueless. And I'm, I'm trying to find out or see like how long it takes him to notice something's going on there. Cause there's been times like he's been laying on me and like, I can feel the baby kicking like against him. Like he's laying on the stomach and the baby is literally like kicking his leg out, touching the dog. And he, the dog, my dog doesn't seem to notice anything. Tucker is oblivious. So I don't know if anybody else is experiencing that, or maybe my dog's just weird. I don't know. Maybe my dog just isn't a baby's person. That's also very possible. So we, we will find out. I hope he kind of figured things out sooner than later. All right, guys, let's talk about symptoms for week 22. So the most common symptoms this week have to do with the fact that your baby is taking over a lot of real estate in your body right now. And this can lead to some symptoms like stretch marks. And um, we talked a little bit about this last week, but stretch marks, those are scars that are caused when your skin stretches too fast and it actually creates tears below the surface of the skin. So they, they can fade after delivery, but they actually like sometimes never fully go away. Like they're scars essentially. And we've talked about some belly oils and uh, making sure to moisturize last week. Cause that'll help, uh, slow the appearance of, of stretch marks and kind of maybe help with some of that tearing. And, um, I mentioned some body or I mentioned some belly oils that I used last week, but I've also invested into a stretch mark cream. I have a friend of mine um, who recommended this brand NEMA, N-E-M-A-H. It was like formulated by a mom here in Nashville. So I'm all about, I love a local brand and I've been using it. I've been liking it. I think that in combo with the belly oil, like I'm doing all I can guys, you know, like there's only so much we can do so much we can control. I've already gotten a few stretch marks. Um, not even on my stomach. I've gotten them on my boobs. Um, so that's just maybe something to keep in mind. You don't want to just focus all those oils and moisturizing and all of that just on the belly, because it can happen all over. It can also help in on your butt, your hips, your boobs, all over. You just wanna freaking like I just wanna like be dipped into a vat of oils or like moisturizing cream every morning and night so that I'm covered. But that's kind of the idea is you wanna just be diligent about this stuff because it's gonna happen throughout the entire time of pregnancy. So another symptom that can happen at this time, and we talked a little bit about this last week too, is that your belly button can go from an itty to an outie. Guys, I thought I had a couple weeks. Last week when I was talking about this, I was like, I think I have a couple weeks. I'm now at the point where I'm like, I'm days. I am days away from that outie belly button. It is coming. Like my belly button is so shallow. It is so shallow. I know any day now I'm going to wake up and that is going to be popped out and I'm going to be having a breakdown. I'm sure you will hear about it when it happens. (laughs) Uh, that is for sure. Another big symptom. We've been talking about this a lot, especially in the second trimester, but it's the back aches. I've mentioned some things that have helped me a lot. You know, my heating pad, sleeping with a body pillow, prenatal massage is really helpful. One thing that I also think helps a lot with the back aches, and I hate to say it because it's the hardest one on this list, but working out, working out helps a lot with the back aches, at least for me, like my back aches have been so debilitating. And I've noticed that the more I've been, um, working out and exercising and strengthening my back, that it, it it just, it helps so much. And I just had a week, I had a week, you know, this last week where it was like the holidays and you know, studios were shut down and all of that. So I didn't really work out as much. And even just going like a week without working out, I started noticing a lot of these symptoms were getting worse. Like my back aches were worse. Um, my mood was changing and getting a little bit worse. So I do think even though working out can be really daunting at this stage, especially when you're uncomfortable. Um, trust me, I'm somebody who like usually likes working out and I never want to work out now, but I think it's really, really important. And it's something that is actually helping in this pregnancy. So, um, if anybody else needs a little, a little kick to just try to start doing something, moving, strengthening your back, I think it will help a lot. Um, hopefully you guys are, are feeling good and able to get those workouts in. Um, another big symptom is, is obviously, you know, with this extra, when it's extra crowded in your body, you might have some trouble catching your breath. Like your baby is literally crowding your lungs. So this is just something to keep in mind. If you are working out more, you don't want to push it too hard. Um, I'll go, I've been trying to go on more walks with, um, Brandon and Tucker and I always have to tell him to slow down. Like I'm like just just slow down. Like I can I'm, I'm barely breathing here. So that's just something to keep in mind. You just want to be conscious that you might not be moving the same way and you might have to be a little bit slower than normal and that is totally fine. Okay, so other symptoms for week 22. So th- we've been talking about this the last few weeks too, but that increase in sex drive, guys, shit's no joke. Um, I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this. But, like, I have experienced the increase in sex drive. My husband has not. (laughs) Like, quite the opposite, actually. And I did read that this is kind of common, that your partners, like, might not be as down to, like, you know, do it with your full on baby in between you. I don't know what's going on. I've tried so many methods, um, to try and get some the last few weeks, not really working out. I've tried to be subtle. I mean, I've gone for the straight up attack. I've been like Heismaned away. Um, I tried the Jennifer Aniston approach. Do you guys know what's that movie? Um, uh, the breakup where she like walks naked from one room to the other room. Yeah, I tried that. It's not. It doesn't really have the same effect when you're like a full-on pregnant person and you have like a full like basketball under you know in your belly. Like, I just it just didn't have the same effect. So I'm trying. I mean, the the increase is there for me. I just think it can be weird. It can be weird for your partner. I don't know what's going on. I would actually love to get the dude's perspective on this one and see like what it's what it's like. What what what's the drawback here? Like, why are why are some guys you know more uh, le- or I should say less inclined to want to get down and dirty at this, at this stage. But yeah, hopefully some of you out there are experiencing that increased sex drive and actually getting some. I'm jealous and I'm happy for you. All right. So the last symptom we'll talk about this week uh, is this is kind of a weird one. And this actually happened. This actually happened to my my sister-in-law, because she's pregnant too, and it was happening to her. I haven't experienced this yet, but is the bleeding gums. So this is pretty common in pregnancy, but your gums might be inflamed. They might bleed a little bit. And if you you might even actually see this like on your toothbrush, like if you're seeing some pink on your toothbrush – You want to be um, careful about eating like sticky candies. That can be a culprit if you're getting more sugar, especially if you can't brush directly after eating them. Apparently, the sweet stuff increases bacteria in your mouth and can further irritate your gums. So, that's just something to keep out on the look for um, that your gums are a little bit more susceptible to bleeding at this time, which is just such a strange, such a strange side effect. But, I mean, There are lots of side effects in pregnancy that I'm just like, what? Why? This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded prenatal vitamin with targeted nutrients for each stage of motherhood. Most prenatals treat pregnancy with a one-size-fits-all approach, but your body changes throughout each trimester and so do your nutritional needs. I took Parallel throughout my entire first trimester and just graduated to the second trimester pack. Their second trimester pack has everything you need to support your baby's skeletal growth while easing muscle cramps with additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course, a full spectrum prenatal vitamin. So, wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for this audience. So, use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code bigkid20 for 20% off. All right. Now that we've talked about some symptoms, let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 22. So this week, baby is as big as a coconut. They're about 10.9 inches long and about 15.2 ounces in weight so they're almost a full pound I think by next week we're gonna start measuring in pounds which is exciting because I don't freaking know what an ounce is I don't know if, if anyone else does I can never I can never visualize that um, but they're almost a full pound. Um, To get a good visual, I did read somewhere that like if you've ever picked up a one pound bag of sugar or like if you ever had that, what was that in like middle school? I feel like in seventh grade we had to like, quote unquote, take care of a baby by carrying a bag of sugar around. That's kind of the size of your baby right now is like that, that pound of weight. So you can kind of get a sense of how big they are that way if you happen to be in a grocery store this week. I suggest picking one up. It, it feels weird. This is cool with babies. They can actually feel at this stage when you rub your belly. So your baby's brain and nerve endings have now developed enough that they can sense touch. They can feel your hand on your belly and may even press back So this is actually funny. I actually tried this and I've, I've been noticing, like if I press, if he's up and he's kicking and moving around and I press down on one area, like I can feel him hit my hand back, which is so weird. So bizarre. I'm still loving, by the way, if I didn't mention this earlier, like I love that they're, they're moving around at this stage so much. Cause like before when you'd never felt them, I was like, is everything okay in there? And now I just kind of get like a constant sense of relief because I always feel him moving around and I know things are good. But I did think that's funny that they can, um, you know, they can kind of feel you whenever you're giving them a belly rub. This is another thing. I haven't tried this yet, but I did read this this morning. Um, There's a flashlight test you can also do to your baby this week. So although your baby's eyelids are still sealed shut, your little one can perceive light and dark now. So you can do something called the flashlight test, which is to flash or to shine a flashlight on your tummy and see if they move, see if they react to that. So I'm going to try that this week. I thought that was wild. All right, let's talk about some tips and to-dos for this week. So this is actually a big one. I just heard this and kind of like was like, "Whoa, this is a, this is a good tip to mention." So, apparently, you know, we've all been hearing about these wild like supply chain issues. Basically, every product ever, like everything's backed up right now. And that actually goes towards baby items too. So, like a lot of strollers and car seats and all of this stuff is really back ordered at this stage. So, um, if you're 22 weeks pregnant, this may actually be a good time. I thought I had more time to order this stuff, but you may actually want to start ordering things sooner than later because it can, it, it may be back ordered. Um, so a friend, another friend of mine who's pregnant, uh, gave me that tip this week, and it was definitely something I wanted to share. And hopefully that won't be the case for long, but you never know. And it's it's it may be better to be safe than sorry. So speaking of uh, getting things done early, this also could be a good time to look into doulas or night nurses if those are things that you want um, when it comes to birth. But um, we we should probably like I'll probably. Talk about doulas when we get a little bit closer to um, birth on this podcast. But I was considering getting a doula. They basically help you um, train for birth and then are there with you when you give birth. And they can be very, very helpful. Um, But they also can book up early. So, and that and night nurses. So, if you know your due date and want to maybe get somebody on the books, let them know and try and just get that squared away that could be a good tip for this week too. A lot of these people book, book up early, which is something I didn't even think about, you know? <laughs> so, just a good tip to keep in mind. Also, here's a little tip from me this week. Um I just actually got a new baby book that I just started reading this week and I really like it. It's called Bringing Up Baby and it's about um a woman, like an American woman's experience. About raising her baby in France, and like they talk all about like the secrets of French parenting. So it's kind of humorous. It's a little informative. It's got like a good mix of stuff going on. It's not like a super like I haven't really dove into like hardcore parenting books yet. I'm like how to sleep train your baby and like do all of like this stuff. This is kind of like a nice way I think to ease into (laughs) into that world. So that book again is called Bringing Up Bebe. I'm I'm really liking it. One of my girlfriend's um recommended it to me. And it's been, it's been a fun read so far. So those are some of my tips and to do's for this week. And that's, that's really all that I got for week 22. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes, maybe share this podcast on social or send it to a friend who might like it. You can also connect with me on social at big kid problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore hall. In the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 23 updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.